Yo, welcome to 20 Twice, episode eight. We back up in here, you know, again, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, you know, I'm always happy. I always appreciate anybody who listened to it. You know, anybody listening to to me talking shit, you know. (laughs) I be trying to tell some real, but, you know, most of the time I be talking, I just be telling people how I feel. And, you know, I mean, this is an open diary for me. So I'm out here, you know, telling people how I feel. Now, it's only in my opinion, you know, but like I said, it's just a thought. So, you know, people can see something else or look at stuff on the other side, you know. But uh, I always appreciate anybody who listened to me, man, you know. Hey, because you could be doing something else, you know, 28 minutes, you could be doing something else. You know, man, I ain't going to say what you could be doing, but you can be doing something else. So I appreciate it. You know, I mean, um, like always, I always try to figure out what what I want to come up and what I want to talk about, what I'm passionate about, what I feel about. Um, sometimes what I can relate about, you know, that's what I talk about on here. You know, same stuff just going on, you know, I mean, at that, you know, people lost that unemployment extra benefits that went away, you know, so. You know, talking about that is crazy. Uh, But one of the things I want to talk about is this uh, eviction monitorium in August. It ends in August and it's basically for eviction. So you couldn't get evicted, you know, due this pandemic, you know, that they Congress passed a CARES Act. Um, It's where you can't get evicted uh, and you don't have to pay late fees. Uh, But that that is ending, you know, I mean, so starting August 24th, you can start getting eviction notices, which is crazy, man. It's crazy that people would have to, you know, hope that, you know, Congress or, you know, or the president had to step in and and get a bill passed real quick so they can, you know, don't have to stress about, you know, rent and figuring out where they're going to stay. And, you know, I mean, of course, it's just a Band-Aid on a bigger wound because, you know, I mean, if you hold off on your rent and you don't pay it, you know, if it's just still keep adding up, I mean, you know, to January, what are you going to do if you haven't paid rent for six or seven months? How are you going to come up with that? You know, thousands of dollars trying to, you know, I mean, that's crazy. But when I was doing a story, I was looking at CNET um, when I got the information from it. And it was saying one in three Americans may not be able to pay rent this month. Huh? Now, one in three. I do numbers on this show because sometimes we don't know. We don't really know about things until we, you know, we put the numbers in front of you and you're like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know it was like that. You know what I mean? You know, 40% of U.S. renters, you know, just couldn't, you know, maybe not be able to pay their rent. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. You know what I mean? I think about that and it is, oh man, you know, I, I, I've been in this situation before. You know, I mean, it's it approximately they have one hundred and eight million people in the U.S. that rent homes or apartments. That's crazy. One hundred and eight million people rent homes or apartments that are in trouble with this thing. You know, I mean, that may be in trouble, uh, may be evicted. You know, I mean, Uh, um, but this CARES Act is basically a temporary ban on evictions and late fees. And it also requires a 30 day notice to vacate before you get evicted. So it's just some other stuff they give you so it can help you, you know, get through this pandemic and everything, the economy, how it's going crazy. And, um, you know, mostly it affects, you know, like low income people, you know, meaning that they they can't afford it, you know, uh, can't afford it. You know, Section 8 people on Section 8, you know, 
if you lose this stuff, you in trouble, man. You don't, most people don't have this extra money saved, you know what I mean? Around just in case, you know, a lot of times they tell people tell you, Oh man, you got to have money for a rainy day. Yeah. It's easier said than done. I mean, I guess if you try to save, but you know, sometimes you don't have no extras to save, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm just speaking to the heart from, you know, for me, you know, you can say a lot of stuff, you know, I'm talking about before, I mean, these days I've been blessed to uh, have the opportunity to not be too, uh, you know, messed up by this, everything that's going on. So I, I, I am blessed, but that doesn't mean that I don't feel bad for the people that are really, you know, dealing with this type of thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's crazy, you know, cause like I said, I remember beforehand me just, um, trying to pay rent and it was just basically just either making mistakes, bad mistakes, or, you know, having jobs that, you know what I mean? The ends couldn't meet, you know what I mean? You working as hard as you possibly can, but you just don't have the money to pay. And, um, I remember that, man. I, I remember feeling like that. I remember feel, you know, not having rent and, you know, just feeling paralyzed when you like looking at your phone, you, you assume that, the, your landlord or, you know, or the apartment office is going to call you and ask you about the rent and you don't have any idea how you're going to pay it. You know what I mean? You don't know what are you going to do? You know what I mean? You're just sitting there like, damn, man, you just paralyzed. You're just like, you know, and, and like I tell anybody who asks me questions, uh, these streets are cold, man. These streets cold even in the summer. And I, I tell you that and I, I'm just being real about it. You know, I mean, these streets are cold in the summer, man. You need to avoid being on the street as much as you possibly can. I don't, you know, a lot of people, you know, do have uh, success stories when they lived in a car or lived on the streets and then they was able to, that does happen, but it's, it is, <laughs> it's barely rare. It's very rare, man. So like I said, you know, I, I, my heart goes out to everybody that's dealing with this situation, man. Cause like I said, I've been there and I've been there where, you know, ain't no goodwill with the landlord. You know what I'm saying? That's over. No more excuses. You know what I mean? Phone calls, you just let them go straight to voicemail. You ain't got nothing to say, man. Just leave me a message. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't got nothing to say. I don't know where, how I'm going to get this money to you, bro. Like, I, I'm trying. But you know what I mean? Even nice people give you leeway to a certain point. Then it's like, you know, we got to do what we got to do. So, you know, I understand the situation, man. And it's crazy. I mean, um, I just seen that the um, president said that he may sign a bill you know today to try to push it through but even with that still got to go through some legal hoops you know what i mean because i know he can make decisions but you know the house and they got to get involved and you know it's a lot of stuff you know what i mean it, and nothing is simple as it <laughs> sometimes you think well why don't they just do it but you know nothing is simple as that so that's going to be a couple of people that you know that couple of millions of people like i said 108 million people you know what I'm saying? I I know I know this feeling, man. I I know how it is to not know how you're gonna pay that rent, and you just sitting there and you feeling like, man, what am I? You know, what, what can I do? You know what I mean? In the legal realm, what can I do? You know, to figure out how can I, um, you know, how can I stay a little bit longer to figure this out? How can I talk to the landlord? How can I talk to an apartment office to figure out? what kind of solution can we come up with? Can I pay some of it? You know what I mean? Can I, you know, can I pay it next month or, you know, figuring out, you know what I mean? In your mind just, you know, you can't really worry about stuff. And then you're not 
for me, my case, I didn't really want to eat. You know what I mean? I was just figuring like, man, I got my daughter, man. My daughter can't be out here like this. And you know what I mean? It's not like I'm out here uh, asking for a handout. You know what I mean? I'm really out here trying to work. It's just that I'm working two part-time jobs and you know, they're not really putting that much money in my pocket. And of course it's my fault because I'm choosing these jobs. You know what I mean? I'm choosing jobs with no future. You know what I mean? I'm choosing jobs with no, you know, with no, no benefits, uh, no sick pay like you know what i mean i'm choosing jobs where it's just basically you show up and you work as hard as you possibly can and you get a paycheck for it but um you know if i got as i got older and uh, a little wiser and a little smarter that's not the way you should live if you have an opportunity you always should have a job where you have sick pay you have vacation time and you have 401ks and you have this type of stuff, stocks and stuff. You have this type of stuff for rainy days. Um, you know, even in my case, it was, I didn't have nothing for rainy. So when it rained, I had no umbrella. I was just head, just getting wet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just raining on me, right? Like I ain't got no umbrella. I ain't got nothing shit. I ain't got no raincoat. Nothing. So that rainy day was uh, 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 fucked up day for me. You know what I mean? When it rained, I was like, uh, I was in the cold, you know what I'm saying? Shaking like a dog. You know how they shake when they wet? You know how they shake like that? That's how the fuck I was uh, in these situations when I was trying to come up with it. You know what I mean? But like I said, a lot of this stuff, man, it, it's, it's um, you know, I laugh and joke, you know what I mean? I try to, you know, you know, um, have a little humor to certain stuff, you know what I mean? So you can understand it. Cause a lot of it is sad when you look at it and you know, stuff I talk about some, most of it is a uh, serious, you know, it's real. So, you know, you look at it and you're like, damn, man, that's, that's, that's out there, man. That's sad, man. Like, and so, you know, I just put, you know, I just put the realness on it, man. I just try to let you give you the numbers, you know, give you, you know, my perspective on it, you know, my opinion, you know, just to open up the dialogue, you know, uh, that's what I said, just to open up the dialogue. You know, a lot of people ask me about the podcast and how I talk about certain stuff. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't agree with the stuff that I talk about, which is fine, which is fine. Like it's for me, you know, I think that these days we need to have an open dialogue about stuff. You know what I mean? A lot of times it's like, oh, if you believe this, you're wrong. You know what I mean? But we can sh we should be able to talk about it and be like, OK, you believe this. I believe this. But, you know, maybe you can say, hey, but why do you believe in that? You know, and I can tell you what I believe, but we ain't got to get in no fight because I got a different opinion. You got a different opinion. Nah, we just got different opinions, but we should be able to talk to each other um, what they call civilized without ready to fight and you know hey man i'm gonna whoop your ass because uh you don't know what you're talking about you know what i mean i get it you're gonna run into people that think they know everything but they don't and but you know by you telling them that they don't know everything what who how's that helping anything <laughs> how's that helping anything you know what i mean so i think we just all just need to work together to try to figure out to come with a common ground man like i said the dialogue of just talking about race and how people feel and how you was raised and what you think. I think we need to open up a better dialogue on that type of thing too, because like I said, you know, you can say a lot of stuff, but what's the solution? You know, you can complain about stuff, but what's your solution though? What, what you coming up with, what you bring to the table, what you think that you can, you know, fix or what's your ideas? You know what I mean? Like this podcast, if I'd never did, like I said, if I never even did this first episode, I even, you know, I just start up, got up there and, start talking you know what i mean and, and 
it's been therapeutic for me to get out here and just do this. You know what I mean? And I feel free when I do this. And so uh, since episode one, I've just been trying to get better and better, you know what I mean? Try to have a flow, you know, and sometimes I, you know, I fumble on some couple of words and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm my own worst critic. So when I do hear it, I'm like, you know, I got to get better. You know what I mean? I got to get better at this. You know what I mean? I, I like doing this and um, I don't want to waste anybody's time. So, you know, I want to make it worthwhile that when you listen to it, that you get a little information, you know what I mean? That makes sense. And, you know, maybe you can be with your friends or be with your wife or be with somebody else. And, you know, you can have a conversation like, oh, I heard this. I didn't know this happened. You know, a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of times when I do these shows, I try to get really into, you know, I try to go to a couple of websites and you know try to figure out you know decipher the, the news that i think that makes sense when you can get the both sides of the story and you know that's why i always tell you where i got it from just so you know if you feel like oh you're more interested in it that you know you can go back and look at it yourself you know what i mean to so you can understand more you know but, but you always can leave a message on my page on my podcast page my podcast page and say oh you know, I thought this and I thought that, you know what I mean? And um, and <clears throat> I would appreciate it. I answer any questions, you, you know, any thoughts that you have or what I was thinking about when I said this or, you know, hey, just hit me up, man. Like, you know, be like I said, people who text me, they could text me, man. Call me. You know what I mean? I don't have no problem with this, man. Uh, I don't have no problem with people telling me what I can improve on because, uh, you know, this is what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? At first I said it's, it's easier said than done because when people start telling you like, yeah, you could have did these like, damn, I thought that was my best part. <laughs> but, but then you like, nah, bro. you like, you like, damn, I, did, I thought that was my best part. He's like, nah, that was, that was uh, yeah, you could have let that out. You know, you're like, damn. All right. But, but Hey, you gotta be able to, you know, you gotta have tough skin for this, man. If you're going to be out there, you now you open, you open book to be judged and criticized, but eh, it's all right. I've been criticized before. So, you know what I mean? For doing uh, dumb shit, you know what I mean? Or even try to do right stuff. But these days, you know what I mean? I'm just giving you what I feel and how I feel, you know what I mean? Uh, that's it. But yeah, man, it's crazy, man. This uh, CARES Act to to really, you know, to really think about that you could be out on the streets uh, to no fault of your own. You know what I mean? You could have had a job. You could have lost a job through the pandemic and you could have been getting help. And you lost the six hundred dollars, and you could be out there, man. You could be out there in the wind, man. You can be out there in the wind for to to no fault of your own. You know, what I mean, mine's my mistake sometimes put me in bad situations. But you know, you know, there's people out there probably that worked and you know showed up to work on time and was a waitress or a waiter, whatever they did. You know, what I mean, and got laid off and don't have no money and don't have no bread, but still got kids and still got a be the man of the house or be the woman of the house and still got to take care. You know what I mean? You still got to, you know, still got to bring that money in. You know what I mean? You still got to, you know, take care of your family, you know? So, you know, man, I just, I'm hoping that they could do something for the, you know, these people, you know what I mean? So that, you know, and it, like I said, it doesn't matter to me, you white, black, uh, it doesn't matter, man. Like I said, I, I feel, you know, I try to show everybody love, man. So, it wouldn't matter to me if you black or white, you know what I mean? I still don't want nobody to get out on the streets. Cause like I said, them streets are cold, even when it's hot. Now you could take it any way you want to take that, but I'm telling you, people don't make it coming off the streets like that, man. So I'm hoping things will work out 
for for that. You know what I mean? Work out for the people that, you know, are struggling right now. One in three Americans that may not be able to pay rent this month. It's crazy. It's crazy. That that that's that's a big that's a big thing to me. Real big. You know what I mean? Cause I'm I'm thinking to myself like you you don't never like when I do this show, I never know when I look at the the statistics and I read them and I'm just like I have to read them more than once because I'm like, God damn it. That many people, you know what I mean? That many people struggling. Come on, man. I can see three people. So I'm telling me if I see three people walk past me when I go to the store or you know, where I go somewhere, one of them not gonna be able to pay their rent because of the situation we're in. That's crazy, man. That that is you know, that's crazy, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to bring that to uh, people's attention. You know, if you want to follow that story, you know what I mean? It's, you know, it ain't no joke, man. Like I said, I've been out there when you didn't have, when I didn't have it, man. And I'm just out there looking crazy, man. Like can't even move, just sitting there, can't eat nothing. Cause you like, damn, we got to be able to stay in this house. You know what I mean? I, I got to be able to keep this house. You know what I mean? I got to be able to, uh, uh had these lights on and you know i mean you know we got to have food but you know you could figure out the food the food may be a little bit more easier to figure out you know what i mean you could go to food banks you could figure it out but trying to stay in these shelters with with kids and stuff like that man this is crazy i mean this world is crazy so you always want to have be in a place where you can take care of your family and be in a safer place you know so, uh, like I said, I can't be no realer than that, you know. And at first, what I was like, you know, the last couple of episodes I had, it was, you know, like when I did episode six, you know, I was like, oh, that's a six pack, you know what I'm saying? And then the last one was episode seven. To me, that was like lucky seven. We didn't made it to lucky seven. And I'm thinking, man, let me get a let me get a name for episode eight. But it ain't no name for episode eight, man. It's just episode eight, and it's just, uh, you know, just a. Hey, you know, if you get some time in your day and, you know, if you're a praying person, whoever you believe in, just, you know, do a little prayer for people out there that's, you know, struggling, trying to uh, make, you know, ends meet. And, man, um, I use, you know, I do prayers. <laughs> I pray a lot. You know what I mean? Like you watch, I pray a lot. I used to did pray, but I pray a lot, man, because uh, I stay prayed up. Just be be honest. I, I'm just I stay prayed up. You know what I mean? Um, I thank God for giving me the opportunities to always be able to um to make a mistake and, and be able to fix those mistakes or try get the opportunity to um do better you know what i'm saying do better that, that's that's what i want to say so i i hope everybody um you know they pass some kind of thing where they can extend the cares act and you know help with people in the evictions man because that ain't no joke man you know that ain't no joke but you know, I mean, on a on a, on a side note, I wanted to talk, I tell you, you know, at the end of these things, I, I have these stories in my head, man, and and I and I want to get them out, and so that's why I'm talking about it. So you know, I want to tell a story. You know, I mean, we had a track meet, and um, we used to run on these. Uh, I used to run on these summer track teams. You know, what I mean, these summer track teams, they were like, um, like the whole city and the whole the counties involved. You know, they put a track team together and then you will go to different places, different sites and run in track meets and you maybe run in two or three track meets. And then they have one big national championship at the end, you know, after you made it through all these three meets to qualify for it. I think they take the top three, uh, top three in that race to uh, get a medal or whatever, you know, what I mean, get a medal, uh, whatever. So um, uh, one time we got uh, 
a summer track team uh, when I was in high school. And uh, my coach, we got a team together, man. We had an elite team, you know what I mean? When you go to these track meets, man, you'll go, when you go to these national track meets, you go against Houston and you go against, you know, you go against some teams, man. You know, and, but these teams, they would have people on there that'd be fast as hell. Like, it was no joke. Like, if you came up there playing, you was going to be dead last. So, you know, I mean, I always should look forward to that. I always look forward to the competition. But then again, I always like talking shit. That's like my favorite thing. So, you know, <laughs> so I wanted to win so I could talk shit. That was it. That's all I care about. You know what I mean? We, I, do, I want to care about the team and what we do, of course. Like, you know, I want to represent, you know what I mean? But I just love to talk shit like, OK, we up there in this race. We about to do this. And so what I'm saying about this is because we got a team together and we got, you know, we got some people from uh Los Angeles, you know, we was out in the Bay Area, but we took we got all the best people, which is, you know, because then we'd be California going against Texas or so we got our team together and our team was good. And the Nationals were in New Orleans. So, you know, we was ready for that trip. We was ready for that trip, man. And it, it was funny, though, because on these when you make these teams, you meet the same people because like, you know, every most of the time it's just the same people you see because the elite people, it's only a few of them. So you get lucky and you meet them and then, you know, you build up a dialogue or a friendship with them. So, you know, I remember one time I got a call when I was in high school. Um, uh, the secretary in the high school called me and said, I got a phone call. And I was like, phone call? I don't know. I pick up the phone. I was like, hello? Guy say, hey, um, I got a track meet in Boston. It's called the National Scholastics. Uh, you one of the top athletes in, um, in uh United States, do you want to go? And I told him straight up, I was like, I want to go, but my mom ain't paying for this shit, bro. <laughs> I like my mom ain't paying for this, so I don't know what y'all gotta do if you know this meet is free or how I'm gonna get there. He was like, Oh, we can figure that out, but you know, the meet we do have a sponsor so that we can get some of the top athletes that can't afford. I was like, Cool, and he's like, Maybe the school can come up with the other part. I said, Yeah, I don't know about that either, but okay. And uh, it worked out, man. I went to Boston and I went to this track meet, man. It's a, I think it was like the Reggie Lewis Center. You know, it's like an indoor track meet. It was like, you know, in February because, you know, it's cold. So it was an indoor track meet. And I remember going to the hotel from the airport and I was in a cab and we riding on the freeway. I turned to my right. I look, it was a building and it looked condemned. I'm like, man, I asked that guy. It was a couple of them. I said, man, these high rises. I said, man, why they got these buildings? up? Why they just don't tear them down? Cab driver says. What buildings? I said, these buildings over there. He turns, he looks. He said, oh, because people stay in there. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, huh? You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, man. Like I said, where I'm from, you know, in Oakland, man, it, it was, you know, it was ghetto. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was, you know, like bad. You know what I mean? If they say it's poverty, then it's poverty. I get it. Or, you know what I mean? They saying it's the hood, then it's the hood. You know what I mean? So I didn't came from rough places. I didn't see some rough places. So I'm like, oh, no. Nah. So I look and I'm like, man, I'm seeing these buildings. I mean, these buildings look like, bro, they about to fall down. Like, I'm like, how is that people staying in there and people paying rent for those? Trip me out, trip me out, which is crazy. So when we go to New Orleans, it was one of the weirdest trips, you know what I mean? Because, you know, New Orleans is different, you know what I mean? They got that little voodoo feel to it, you know what I mean? They got this little spooky shit to it, you know what I'm saying? So what tripped me out was, <laughs> it tripped me out was, it was a lot of weird shit that was happening when we was down there. 
So uh, one of the guys got down there and he decided he didn't want to run. He did, I guess he didn't make it in his event. So he wanted to visit a friend. And at this point, we were like 17, 18. So one of the track coaches took him to the airport or a bus station so he can go see his friend or whatever. Well, the the uh, <laughs> the coach, he came back, but he came back in the morning. You know, I mean, he took this guy at like two in the morning, but he came back at like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. And if he was, his car was getting pulled, the, the 15 passenger van was getting pulled by a tow truck. This man then drove in, he didn't drove in the swamp in New Orleans. You know, they got swamps out there, man. They got all this seaweed shit on the van, man. And I'm sitting there laughing. <laughs> he got hella seaweed all on the window or whatever that swamp, whatever the swamp shit that was over there. And it was crazy. And I'm sitting there like, bro, are you serious, bro? And he was cool, but I'm like, man, he drove up in there, though, and they had to pull him out. I was like, okay, this is weird as, as it is. This is weird. So after that, we had three laughed at that shit. I, well, I only remember me laughing. You know, most people, you know I mean? I laugh at shit that I probably shouldn't laugh at. <laughs> I apologize afterwards, but that's just how it is. So uh, after the track meet, everything was over. Um I had a friend that he ran for an L.A. team, but he had his own other team. He wasn't affiliated with the team I was. Uh, so uh, everybody was talking about going to the club or whatever, this New Orleans club. It was like 18 and over. So everybody was like, oh, we're going to go. We're going to go. So we get to the club. Everybody, you know what I mean? They dressed up, you know, looking in the club like, man, we ready. You know, we ready to get in or whatever it is. So everybody, we in line. Everybody going in. Everybody going in. You know, certain that they hold back like, oh, we got to let a couple of people come out before you go in. Like, whatever, man, we getting in. You know what I'm saying? Because these clubs stay open to whatever time, you know, four or five in the morning, whatever time they stay open. So anyway, we, <laughs> we do this. We get in line. And when it gets to me, he takes my ID. He looks at it. I look around. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking around like, okay, I'm going to the club. He goes, this ain't you. I'm like, bro, this is my ID. He's like, nah, this ain't you. I'm like, bro, this is my ID, bro. Come on now. So he's like, uh, he's like, nah, you can't get in. I'm like, oh, so everybody else, you know, they just went in. I thought they was going to uh, stay out with me. Like, we can't go to the club tonight. Nah, wrong. Because <laughs> they went. So my other boy that was from Los Angeles, he came. He's like, hey. Why you didn't get in the club? I'm like, man, I can't get in. He not letting me in because my ID. He's like, oh man. He's like, I forgot my ID. He said, let me see your ID. I'm like, bro, for what? He like, man, let me see your ID. I gave him my ID, same one I gave to the 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 the, the guard or whatever it is. The bouncer. He looks at my ID. He let this man in on my ID. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, bro. And I didn't want to hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, on my partner, because he went in. But I'm like, bro, I've just been standing out here for all this time. And you talking about that ain't me. But you're going to let my partner go in on my ID talking about that look like him. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? We look totally different. And I'm sitting out there, you know. And you know how, like, you're trying to argue with somebody that ultimately you have to agree with you to let you in. So I'm just arguing with this dude when... I'm not going to get into this club if I don't figure out a way to either be nice to do it or figure it out. Sliding with 20, an extra 20 or something. So, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there out there and I'm trying to argue with it. I'm mad. And I'm sitting up there thinking about, man, I said, I want to, I mean, I want to slap this dude. I want to do all this the shit that I want to do to him because I'm mad because I can't get in. Not recognizing that this dude is like 6'5 and he's about almost 400 pounds and I'm just the damn. 11 and 150 pounds at the time. So I'm like, you know what I mean? No, this shit, I'm just talking because I'm mad. 
So I stood out there, man, and then he finally just say, um, you got another ID. I showed him some other old ass ID. I didn't even think that was gonna work. Then he told me, you can go in. I'm like, <laughs> so the world of the story is I set out this club almost an hour trying to get in this club, looking hella suspect, just standing there kicking the ground like, damn, I wish I could get in there, man. It was the stupidest shit. I still remember the feeling of it, man. But it was just weird to me that I that I stood there trying to get in this club and he let my friend in on my damn ID. And he wouldn't let me in talking about he looked more like me. <laughs> How somebody looked more like me than me? Come on, man. So I just remember that it was just so weird to me, man. And being in New Orleans, that feeling is just crazy, man, you know. But yeah, I just wanted to tell that story, man. It was just weird to me that 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 shit happened. But yeah, man, we'll be back up. I'm still working on my um, uh, political podcast that I want to, you know, put out. Uh, but I just need to cover about all my bases to make sure um, it's what I want to do and make sure that it's um, up to par with everything else. So you know, hopefully we'll get that going. You know what I mean? But like always. Um, I appreciate y'all, everybody who listened, and um, I'll see you then.